0: Welcome to another episode of Droppin' Bombs, in Nintendo Switch podcast, hosted by DJ Wes Snipes. On this podcast, I will talk about the Nintendo Switch, how I became hyped for the console and why, then transition to a review of a game that my listeners should try. All that and more, coming up next on Droppin' Bombs, in Nintendo Switch podcast. I hope everyone is doing well, listening from wherever you are in this wild, wild world. It's another episode of Droppin' Bombs, a Nintendo Switch podcast. I am your host, DJ Wes Snipes. Uh, As a quick aside, thanks to everyone who listened to my inaugural podcast. Special thanks to Schlib on Switch for retweeting my announcement. And a quick shout out to everyone listening from the hashtag SwitchCore. For the first part of this episode, I will discuss the Nintendo Switch in general, exploring the who, what, where, when, why, and how, as it relates to me and my love of the Switch. This will be a trip down memory lane for me, and hopefully, if nothing more, this podcast will shed some light on why I am, quote, all in on this console for my own edification. So I recall back in late 2015, being at work, talking to a coworker about video gaming in general. Through general conversation, he discussed rumors that he read online about a successor to the Wii U, codenamed Nintendo NX. He didn't really say much because, well, there wasn't much to talk about other than the code name—that it would be some sort of hybrid console, that it would probably be infinitely better than a Wii U, which even at that time was considered a disaster based on poor sales. Consider this: a vast majority of hardcore gamers skipped the Wii U entirely because, a, it. Didn't have an identity hell people thought it was an overpriced controller that plugged into their existing wii and you know what nintendo did a terrible job at marketing it in their introductory video uh, b it was dramatically underpowered especially considering the ps4 and xbox launched very soon after which both of those at the time sounded like a gamer's dream and c there was a serious lack of games, period. Wii U owners had titles like New Super Mario Bros U, Nintendo Land, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate in the beginning, but there honestly wasn't much else for a while. And by the time the games did start coming out, it was too late. But I digress. That conversation that I have with the coworker that stuck with me. Christmas 2015 came along, and my oldest son was old enough to get his first ever console. At the time, I wanted to get him something portable, so I bought a Wii U. It's great, I said to my wife. Uh, He could play it on the TV, and then take it away from the TV so that we could watch whatever we want. And I was a bit fuzzy on the true portability aspect, and quite honestly thought you could take it out of your house on car rides (laughs) in other words like download games on a go like you would an ipad it makes sense yeah i made a mistake luckily though i caught it just in time before opening the gift so i took it back to target and i went to gamestop and bought yeah you guessed it a nintendo 2ds I recognized and almost found out the hard way why the Wii U truly failed. It could not be the system at home and on the go, the hybrid console. So fast forward to October of 2016. Nintendo published their first look at Nintendo Switch video to YouTube, which I just checked before this podcast has almost 40 million views. Shows a guy playing the Switch in his bedroom, in the park, in an airport, on the plane, in the Uber, in an apartment. Then a group of millennials are in a van and they're racing Mario Kart and then they're going actual karting. Then a group of basketball players stopped playing their game of basketball, the real game of basketball, to go play basketball on a Switch. And a lady in an apartment goes to some swanky rooftop party to play Mario Odyssey with a couple of people, to the final sequence, a massive e event with Splatoon, coming March 2017. That's right, no waiting until Christmas, March. A few days later, we learned that the big reveal was happening January 12th, 2017, hype. I soon started following Reddit, r Nintendo Switch, religiously. I read every post, every rumor, every article I could find. The hype was building and building. Then came that remarkable day in January. I stayed up on a Thursday night for an 11 p.m. Eastern global live stream from Tokyo. Nintendo went through the details, the console, the Joy-Cons, they showed new games, including 1-2-Switch, ARMS, Splatoon, Mario Odyssey. They had a strong third-party showing, too. Plus that ending video cinematic trailer of Breath of the Wild, which was epic, with the killer theme and an exasperated Zelda screaming out in pain that all of this was her doing and falling into Link's arms. March 3, 2017, appeared on the screen. Sold. Not only was I sold, it was hype overload. If you guys have ever seen that Toad GIF, it's hype overload, yeah, that was me. I was so overloaded with hype. I pre-ordered three consoles without even thinking the next morning. I ended up canceling two of those. I knew I had one absolutely confirmed order, so I just canceled the other two. Along with games, Super Bomberman R and Zelda Breath of the Wild. So March 3rd came, and I was sweating bullets. My UPS driver doesn't show up until 6 o'clock most days. And of course, Amazon happened to ship via UPS. On Reddit, people were sharing absolute horror stories about their orders not being fulfilled, delayed until Tuesday, etc. due to severe stock shortages. We all shared our location, when we ordered, which console we ordered, and time of delivery to provide each other hope. 6.15 came, and there was Brown pulling up. I literally ran out to the driver, who didn't get more than four feet onto my driveway. Came back inside and held my oldest son's first unboxing event. First thing I did, believe it or not, wasn't play it. I smelled the console. I know, I'm totally weird. (laughs) Look, what can I say? I love the smell of new electronics. I hope you enjoyed my trip down memory lane, and now it's game review time, a game called Rhyme. Here's the backstory. This game actually had a short scene during the Nintendo Switch reveal livestream that I referenced a little earlier in this episode that happened in January of 2017. The game was released in May 17 for Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. And it was supposed to be released for Switch around that time as well. However, there were some delays. So it didn't release until November of 2017 for the Switch. The developer is Tequila Works out of Spain. And it was published by Greybox. The physical release came with goodies. A download code for the soundtrack. And a full color instruction booklet with some nice artwork. There was also a collector's edition in Spain only. It came in a nice box with a map. It was a cloth map and a soundtrack on CD. MSRP for the U.S. release? $39.99. And somehow I ended up picking it up for $15 at Target when it was on some sort of crazy sale shortly after it launched. So what is this game all about? Rhyme is a single-player puzzle adventure game where the player is a boy that wakes up on the shore of an island not really knowing where he is or how he got there. The game has no verbal dialogue other than the boy being able to scream and hum, both of which come very much in handy as the game progresses. Rhyme is about a boy's journey through a mostly desolate and mysterious island save for animals and creatures out to get you with the goal of catching the mysterious figure in the red cape and hopefully finding answers to your questions where are you why are you here what are you looking for and once i find what i'm looking for what does this all mean so let's talk about the gameplay You literally know nothing about what to do or where to go when you wake up. The boy can barely walk. He crawls, then walks, then runs, all in the first opening sequence. Thankfully, you befriend a fox somewhat early on, and the fox helps provide a very little bit of guidance. Uh, Better than nothing, I guess. The game does not offer combat of any kind, but is full of exploration and some crazy puzzle-solving exercises, a lot of which you have zero, zero help (laughs) on figuring them out, except for the fox which helps guide you with exploration ever so sparingly. I experienced a ton of trial and error scenarios which resulted in many black screens. The black screens signify death. And an immediate restart, almost back in the same spot, to try, try, try again. In some ways, you could say this game was Zelda-like, and it may seem like it's an open world game like Breath of the Wild. But I quickly found out that I couldn't get to certain places due to an inability to climb in one spot where I seemingly could climb up the same type of structure in another spot. I love the fact that this game looked beautiful and was so calming even when struggling mightily through the puzzles or navigating tough obstacles. But, and there is a big, big but... This game was released with major performance issues due to a poor port. The image resolution was a bit blurry, and the frames per second, holy smokes, was it bad. Especially during the first chapter of the game. It would just completely drop frames to the point where I didn't know how to control the boy. Now in all fairness, the game got better as I played on and I knew of the frame rate issues prior to the purchase, so I kind of braced for the worst. I will say I did finish the game in about eight hours prior to the patch that resolved the laundry list of issues and also optimized the visuals. I did not get to 100% completion. I don't believe I will go back and try for 100% completion but I did go back through and play the first two chapters again after the patch and can honestly say there was a dramatic improvement in frames per second and visuals I know the folks at Tequila Works and Gray Box put a ton of time into righting a wrong they could have easily said forget it and walked away so those folks earned a ton of kudos in my book Though some could argue, and have argued, it should have never been released the way it was to begin with. So, rhyme had a lot of hype going into it, even with the delay, so did it live up to its hype? As a reminder, my game reviews are scored by me dropping bombs. One bomb means the game truly bombed, aka sucked, and five bombs means the game was the bomb, aka totally awesome. So for Rhyme, I give this game four bombs. This was such a moving game for me. The world and the narrative was something to behold. What started out as an exploration of an island with no defined story turned into an emotional struggle to catch up with the man in the red cape who you were hoping for dear life. He had the answers to your questions. And the soundtrack was breathtaking. It perfectly encapsulated every high and low that your character felt. I loved every minute of the story of rhyme, And quite frankly, it would have received five bombs for me were it not for the terrible, terrible out-of-the-gate performance issues that I had to endure through my eight hours of play. The Four Bombs is justified in my eyes, especially because of the ending. I cannot speak highly enough about Rhyme's story. And the ending? Well, I'll put it this way. My oldest son, who I affectionately call Keytron, was interested in playing Rhyme based on watching me play it on the TV every once in a while. I think he established a connection to the boy because he, too, is a boy. He had even asked if he could play it sometime, but I felt like he may need to be a bit older, not because of the theme or the content, but because the puzzles were extremely difficult for a child his age. Anyway, he asked about the ending because I had beaten the game while he was sleeping one night, so I told him. I won't tell my listeners whether the reaction was positive or negative but I will say it invoked the same reaction in him that it had in me. So, if you're looking for a game to play, where you experience a wave of emotions and a personal connection to the protagonist, I recommend that you give Rhyme a try. So there you have it! That was my game review for Rhyme, available now on the Nintendo Switch, both physically and digitally, wherever games are sold. And that's it for this podcast. I hope you have enjoyed listening. Until next time, this is DJ Wes Snipes. I'll just be over here dropping bombs.